welcome back to that first step podcast. My name is Jess and I cannot thank you all enough for tuning in to last week's episode, my first episode and first solo episode and sharing all your feedback and wonderful messages. This week I'm joined by an incredible friend of mine but also a new businesswoman embarking on her adventure and turning her passion project into her professional career. I'm so excited for you to hear her story, especially after teasing a little bit of it last week. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Hello Neve, and welcome to that first step podcast. How are you today? I am so, so good. The sun just brings out the best in everyone, but I think in particular, it just hits me a little bit harder. So I'm in great form. How are you? Good. No, I'm great. I'm the same. Having a bank holiday Monday, especially with that weather outside, it just suits the soul. And unfortunately, with social distancing, I haven't been able to see as many people as I'd like. However, even in passing, you can just sense people are happier in this weather. And I really do think it is lifting what could be an awful time. Well, what is an awful time, but what could be more of an awful time, if I will? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's lightening the load for a lot of people, definitely. Yeah, so Neve, I am so excited today because I don't want to get into it too early but just to announce it you have launched your brand new company Bear Life Yoga I think it launched about an hour ago so you must be buzzing yeah um I'm kind of funny in that now that I've put it out there I'm like okay maybe I'll check my phone in two days time and just see what's happening because I just don't want to get overwhelmed but I am I'm really excited and it. I, I've definitely underestimated how much work went into it and then just to see the end product like finally up and running it's a it's a really it's a really nice feeling so yeah I am I'm excited to share it with the world oh great no but before we get into fully on how you built this incredible brand and all the hard work behind it I kind of want to start at the beginning and how you got here. Because I think that's what's missing in a lot of people's stories is the step-by-step process. So if we can take it back to what you studied in college and what you kind of wanted to be when you grew up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you're the second person to ask me this recently, what I wanted to be when I grew up. And honestly, when I was younger, I just didn't stop to think. I was such a busybody and full of energy and just very carefree so I wasn't thinking of two three steps ahead I was just very much living in the moment and that was the whole way through my childhood and even then when I was going into college and deciding what should I study I wasn't too sure so I studied arts in Maynooth um, and then I specialized in marketing after year two and as part of that I did two internships one in Enterprise Ireland for a year and then one in Salesforce for 10 weeks. So business was definitely my interest, uh, but I just wasn't too sure, so I kept abroad. No, completely fair. 
I, I hear so many people saying that and they start off at 18 years of age. I mean, how do any of us know what we want to do for the next 50 years of our life? It's just really quite daunting. So it's great that you were able to start off with something slightly more broad and then go into marketing. And how did you enjoy marketing? Yeah, um, yeah, I absolutely agree with, with what you said there. Like it's a massive ask for people and I, and I genuinely feel for the leading certs now, particularly with the, the pandemic that's probably turned another spanner in the works. But um, I, I really enjoyed marketing, probably more so in the final year, having done the two internships then, you really see how it's applied in everyday business life. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed like the marketing philosophy and the psychology side of things. Um, and I had, I had great, great college friends. So I really enjoyed my final year of marketing. Um, and again, because it was broad, I really enjoyed that after I knew that I'd be able to specialize or maybe go down a particular path that it didn't pigeonhole me. No, absolutely. And marketing these days has completely transformed, especially as you mentioned, going into Enterprise Ireland and Salesforce. So how do those two opportunities come about? Yeah, so as part of your um, degree in Manus, you have an opt-in year for an internship. So it's not in any way like um, obligatory, but you, you can choose to if you wish. So at the time, I remember not knowing exactly what I wanted um, to do or want to do my internship, but I knew that I was always really, really interested in startup and small businesses and entrepreneurship. So that for me made sense to go in there and get to work hands-on with these companies. Um, and it was just kind of the normal process they had offered internships. So I was, I was lucky to be, to be chosen for one. I was one of about 20 interns, I think. So it was great not being the only one there at the time. It was very much a group of us going in and we stayed together for the whole year. Oh, that's so nice, especially when you join a new company. It's good to also be surrounded by similar people and a similar age looking for a similar thing. Um, Neve, it's funny that you very mentioned startups because that's where I met you we were both working as high growth startup consultants at Salesforce so how did you get into Salesforce and you mentioned the 10-week internship and then you, you returned after traveling so if you could talk a little bit about that please yeah yeah absolutely so god it's funny to think when we first met we were saying there I was like where are you going with this story I forgot that I was actually in work because I feel like we're just friends not work friends completely completely <laughs> um but yeah so basically after my internship um the the year-long one I basically had a summer ahead of me that I didn't really know if I wanted to go on J1, if I wanted to go back and work part-time. And I was like, look, I'm going into final year. I think I have a little bit more gas in the tank. I want to do another internship. So I had met, um, I had met some people from Salesforce at the Web Summit um, event with Enterprise Ireland. And basically got chatting to them. And I was like, this sounds like a cool company. Everyone that works there is really, really sound. Um, so I was on LinkedIn one day, seeing they were offering a summer rotational internship. It was the first of its kind, and it was a pilot program. And you know, would would I be interested in applying 
yeah why not I knew one or two people that work there and they were like this looks like a really good program so I was fortunate enough um that my experience and you know the the college education to date seeing through the interview process and then after I graduated did about six months um working part-time a little bit of traveling and then I was like okay I'm ready to ready to kick off my career and into Salesforce I went no and um, it's so funny as you said to think that that's where we started. Um, for anyone listening, one of my first impressions of Neve it was actually a group of girls in Salesforce. It was my first day and I was meeting my new team and a friend I had already in there said, yes, I'll introduce you to your new team. And I remember walking over and there was Neve and two other girls, brunettes. And I was like, oh my God, why are they all so beautiful in Salesforce? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and um, the other two girls were uh, yeah. two Ashlings as well actually so Ash McGee and Ash Burke if you're listening um starstruck <laughs> on day one so Neve you started in Salesforce and you started at the grad program and then moved up then to the next role do the kind of I suppose draw of that fast promotion or that fast career growth attract you to the role in the first place or I suppose as a woman going into tech what attracted you into moving into that role yeah yeah definitely um so for me when I came out of college I was very headstrong on wanting to kick my start my career and just kind of you know aim for the stars straight away so the fact that there's a clear career progression path mapped out for you and in sales you know there's there's a black and white number there and for in order for you to get to the next step you know exactly what it is that you have to do and um, to get that number so I just really liked the idea of that um, and then in terms of being a woman going into tech I will be honest when maybe I'm a little bit ignorant to those barriers when people talk about like you know um feminism and equality within the workplace for me I'm very much of the assumption of why wouldn't I be here and why wouldn't a woman want to go into tech you know and Absolutely. Um, so I see I knew that it was an exciting space and it was very fast growing and I wanted to be a part of it but in terms of being a woman in tech I just wanted to be in tech no I love it I love your like and not even ignorant I do think that our generation they're is a lot more open to us. And I feel like, you know, the old men, white men in suits vibe has kind of been lost in all the young people wearing hoodies, if you will, and the more casual approach to work and also attracting the young talent. It's definitely something I too experienced when I joined the company, especially me coming from, you know, the finance uh, side of things. On my first day, I actually asked my boyfriend, oh what should I wear and he was like just just be yourself and I remember wearing a jumper and skinny jeans just to try and be more casual sure the next stage and I turn up back in my suit trousers and my shirt because sure, that was me but no yeah. I mean it's so great as well how tech gives you that environment to be yourself and also comes with benefits like wellness and education and VTO and Neve, you have done some incredible work in the volunteering space so I mean tell us a little bit a little bit about that if you would please yeah yeah absolutely um so like I think that's a very generous way to say like I did incredible work I I think I just took the the opportunities that were presented to me in Salesforce so you have the seven days and um, that you can use apart from your annual leave 
you can take out of your working your working calendar to basically give back and contribute to anything that's that's close to your heart and I I always wanted to work in a role that gave me the capacity to give back or make a small difference even if that was only really really small um so small things that were ongoing in the office you can get involved in but I definitely love event planning and marketing and creating something for nothing so when there was opportunities given to me to run particular events like the dress swap that we did that you kindly helped out with for St. Vincent de Paul or whether it was you know organizing or being a part of other VTO events like the breakthrough and um, the Irish breakthrough for cancer society that we did the the walk in in um Crown Wood, the, the Wicklow Way. So yeah, there was always kind of things going on that I wanted to be involved in at the VTO side of things. And I think in the first year that I was there, I did something like 180 hours volunteering wow. um, in, in my working calendar, which is a testament to the company that they enabled me to do that, you know? Absolutely, new, but at the same time, I'm sure there's plenty of people who haven't even ticked five hours off their VTO. So 180 is, is amazing. And for you to give that time back, I mean, it's a lot to be said for people's time. And I respect even you taking the time this evening to record with me, um, especially on such a big day for you. So thank you so much. But like 180 hours is just incredible. So we did the dress swap, I remember. It was a fantastic day. And sure didn't I get my makeup done to head out that evening. So <laughs> win-win for me. <laughs> um, so rolling around, you decided to start your yoga training in Yoga Hub. And I remember you saying to me, I'm going to do it. You know, I've been saying for a while I wanted to do it and I just need to bite the bullet. What, I suppose, what was that first step you took to say I'm just going to do it um so I suppose it's probably it's probably good giving a little bit of a background story before I answer that um I basically discovered like a love of fitness several years previous and it wasn't just the physical aspect but it was also just how it basically reframed my whole mindset on how you like you know dedicate your something yourself to something how you see progress how you're challenged but you overcome it and I know that sounds like I'm reading into fitness a lot but I had never really played competitive sports or anything growing up or you know been very just very athletic so when I found like the gym and running I absolutely became all consumed and that slowly transitioned into you know a lack of a lack of self-compassion because I took it too way too of an extreme and I discovered yoga one day with my friend down in my local village did a class and it was a hot yoga session and was honestly blown away that I had gone into a heated room for 90 minutes had been brought through a meditation a really physically challenging you know, sequence. Um, but yeah, at the end, I wasn't left with this like frantic, nervous energy that I often got from the gym. I was just completely restored and completely renewed. And I, I continued then practicing on and off for a few years. And when I was in Salesforce, um, I, I wasn't happy 
in my role anymore because I knew that it wasn't for me. And I kept constantly finding myself going back to the yoga mat to basically just try and bring myself back to center and, and keep trying to get that like restored and happy feeling. Um, and like yoga changed my life. So when, when I was so unhappy and I kept going back to the mat, I was like, I want to deepen my practice. I want to dedicate myself to something. I want to use my spare time efficiently. And I think I'm just going to do this. So I think I booked it. I had been hymning, hauling, and then the closing date was like three days away. And I was like, you know what? What is the worst thing here? Like, honestly, like, if, if not, I'll get something out of this. And so I booked it. I started in February 2019 and then I graduated in December just gone. Neve, amazing. And I remember your dedication was uh, so inspirational because I remember one weekend we all headed away and you had so much <laughs> wanted to come, but you're yeah. saying, no guys, I have my yoga training. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, like she is so dedicated, so motivated. And it, it's so inspiring to watch. And I mean, like just your, those, you know, from February until December, that level of commitment was so strong on your behalf. But I suppose you knew that what was coming was greater than any short-lived excitement that you were working towards your, your new path. So when, you know, that was fast approaching and you were in the couple of months of doing your training, when did that, say, light switch go off for you to say, wait a second, this could this passion project could actually be my career. Um, I think it's worth noting I had absolute FOMO that weekend and I couldn't <laughs> go to Dingle <laughs> as much as I love my teacher training and I definitely didn't see it as any way of a like, you know, like burden or like commitment that I was resentful of. I definitely had FOMO that weekend. <laughs> um but I never thought that I actually wanted to teach. I very much just did it for um, my own understanding and my own practice. Um, I think I was offered the opportunity to teach my first class um, probably around the September time during my teacher training. And at that stage, we were encouraged, like, you know, from our teachers to just set up a class and see how it feels. And when I did that, I was so out of my comfort zone. I I really just really pushed myself on that one to to see if it was something that I might like to do and I loved it I really really enjoyed it and then off of the back of that someone that attended her boyfriend owned a gym and he asked if I'd teach in his gym every Saturday and I was like okay like again what's the worst that could happen and then by by the December by the time that I had actually graduated I'd left my job like I'd left Salesforce and nearly probably nearly six weeks maybe and yeah when like the opportunities just kind of kept coming and kept coming so I don't want to say I fell into it but there definitely wasn't a stage where I was like okay I am going to do this until the pandemic hit and I seen how much value people were getting from you know really prioritizing their health and well-being trying yoga for the first time, coming back to the mat after a year's break or, you know, like bringing the family together, like whoever they're cocooning with, taking their practice outside. Uh, then I knew I, I want to do this um, and I want to, I want to continue teaching. 
And um, so I, I think I actually got the, the light bulb switch when I left Salesforce. And then, you know, the light bulb broke because it was shining so bright <laughs> with ideas uh, when, the, when the pandemic came around. I love how you took this, what could have been an awful time and turned it into such an incredible opportunity to thrive. I think that in itself is worth noting and it just shows how great an attitude you have and how you're not willing just to sit back and let it just happen. And really Neve, when I look at your story, it's very much the quote that I love, that everything happens for you, not to you. And I really do think you've taken this, again, time to really look inward and say, wait a second, I can, you know, take advantage of this extra time we all have and really build something and put my, you know, love and passion into it. I'm not going to lie, though, when you did, told me that Saturday in Bear Market in Blackrock, best matcha lattes around, by the way, um, that you were you were leaving obviously I was heartbroken but a good heartbroken because I knew you were following what you really wanted to do and obviously missing lunch dates and even missing going in for cups of tea but like when your friend and somebody that you you really care about is going for this new amazing exciting venture you can't but help be on that journey with them so Taking you back now to the launch today of Bear Life Yoga. Tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might just add before, before we go into that. So um, in terms of, you know, taking advantage of, of, the, of the coronavirus and the time, the <laughs> time that we have, I'm, I'm so wary and so conscious that I've been in an extremely fortunate position that, you know, the, the path and the, that I chose to go down and the interview that I'm in at the moment allowed me to, you know, because I was, you know, thankfully not affected by the virus and I was still able to work, that I was able to make use of my time. Um, but sometimes I'm very very conscious that when I'm saying oh it was such a great opportunity I'm thinking oh so many people were affected by this and it wasn't a a great time or opportunity for them so I just really don't want to be don't want to be ignorant to that at all but um yeah I definitely made use of the time that was that was given to me um and then in terms of in terms of the launch today I I was just so excited because for the last for the last probably nine weeks maybe when all this was going on like everyone else you just have your uncertainties and you're thinking oh what am I doing like is this is is this a good idea you know what what how will people perceive it and um you know all these worries and then I was like wait hang on hang on like I I did my teacher training because I had a passion for it I I wanted to teach because I got so much from it and I genuinely just want people to discover that or be able to continue that. Um, and as long as my intention, I feel it's from a good place, well then things like, you know, setting up the business and launching the business. Yeah, they're really, really scary and they're really exciting. But um, I guess it just, it just puts it into perspective of why it is that I'm doing it. So today when I was launching, I was just really scared. Um, 
but it started also just to share the what I've been working on for the last few weeks and um it's definitely a, just a, a bit of a bit of a passion project and it made me a little bit proud I'm not gonna lie as I said I love the concept of creating something from nothing and like okay so my mom's actually taken up crocheting during oh this pandemic gosh. and um, I love seeing like you know balls of wool and like crochet needles and then like patterns and then like at the moment upstairs we have about 50 rugs you know like little baby hats little baby booties and I just love that I'm like you created something from nothing you know no completely it's almost like when you see this uh, like amazing cakes or you know dinners and they're like they're just a bunch yes. of random ingredients and it's the love and the time and just the knowledge that goes into it um exactly. so Neve, like I've been on your journey with you so I'm super fortunate and I, I've loved watching this go from the first idea to what it is today but for people out there, and I suppose the reason I wanted to create this podcast in the first place is really as a go-to catalog for people wanting to know the steps. And I mean the specifics of, so if you don't mind, you know, bringing us along with you from even thinking of the name to curating the website, to planning the content, can you give us specifics of how you built this for other people out there who may be wanting to start their journey and building their own brand? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So like the first thing I'd say is don't be disheartened or encouraged when, or discouraged, excuse me, when you, you see a final product and you think, oh, I could never do that back to what we were just saying remember you you are creating something from nothing and that always initiates like that always requires that initial first step so whenever I used to hear this I was like that is the worst advice ever. <laughs> thanks for nothing but you have to just make one incremental step and that can be something as simple as changing your um, Instagram account to a business account it could be doing a competitor analysis which sounds which sounds really convoluted it's a google spreadsheet you go onto your competitors you see what they're doing and you get a bit of an idea for for the market for the industry and um, you have a conversation with someone you know you ring the local um, tax accountant and you ask if i should be set up as a public liability company or if i should be a sole trader these are all small things that add up and as i said this started about like nine weeks ago probably more um so you definitely just have to put action to thought and you won't know unless you try they'll come into so many dead ends so many roundabouts and um, you'll spend you know three days trying to work certain type of software and then you actually end up going with a different provider you'll you know go through 50 different names and have a look at various different logos that you drive and you're like oh no no that doesn't make sense no but that's what it requires and I had to keep reframing um my approach in that this should never be stressful I had luxury because you know this is very much a passion project and of course I wanted to be successful but I, I didn't have to depend on a mortgage for a house for it couldn't have done home. Um, so, you know, I definitely have to keep reminding myself, reframe this. Don't approach it from a point of stress and worry and concern. Enjoy it. 
you are going to learn so much along the way, all the conversations that you have, all those dead ends that you come into. So that's a very long winded way of saying you have to make one initial step. And I think for me, that was um, reaching out to a website developer and having a look at the, at the landscape, at the industry and seeing what was missing, what were people enjoying, you know, what, what is the, not the problem, but what is the, the need of a solution or a service? Can you provide that? And what's the best way for you to provide that? Um, and just start reaching out to people like you definitely you definitely can't can't do it alone no and, and try I, things and fail and fail and fail fast no that absolutely and even launching it and you know adapting to the feedback i do remember you started off with hosting zoom calls on thursday mornings and saturday mornings and one thing i love about your saturday morning classes are that you know you bring people to the mat, you ask for their feedback. You've even lately started providing Spotify playlists so we can listen to our music while you're going through the practice. And I see your journey and you're adapting along the way. Do you think those Zoom calls or I suppose those classes you've done today to date have helped you towards building that brand and getting that, I suppose, marketplace feedback to molding Bear Life into what it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So often, um, myself included, you want something to be really perfect. Of course, you do because you're you're putting your name to it, and you know you just you want to do things the right way, and that that sometimes is a little bit of an inhibitor and you don't then get started because you're thinking oh it doesn't look a certain way or I'm not up to a certain standard so I'm just not going to do this but if you always had that approach and you were always kind of afraid to fail or you know make a hands of it well then you know you're really you're really doing yourself a disservice because you can't learn that way um, and then you'll never get started and look easier said than done because obviously when things like you know my camera turns off and the internet goes and like I forgot to book someone in and you know when all these things were happening and I was like trying to put it out through social media and like just get things very ad hoc you're thinking oh what am I doing but then again you learn like okay I know that I now need to read it bring aircom and get an internet router (laughs) so that my phone doesn't go down or um you know like the the like you know the the people that are that are coming to the practice they like this particular style and adjust to them or you know you just yeah you learn as you go so don't let perfectionism stop you from from starting because nothing ever starts perfect and nothing ever is perfect either I completely agree and the fact that you do ask people's opinion and you invite them into this community I definitely think that has stood to you and has allowed that success to build because every Saturday I log on to the Zoom call, I'm seeing the same faces, the same names, and you even start to have those conversations while you're getting set up. And I really do enjoy that, oh, you know, you know, this is for a runner, mind your knee to this person. And you do feel part of this wonderful community. Um, also shout out to Graphics by Ashley, I believe your, your yes. logo is by. Incredible logo. Yeah. Um, I'll leave his Instagram handle in the show notes so people can go check him out if they're interested in some graphics. Um, so Neve, we've gotten to Bear Life. 
you've done the competitor analysis, you've done all the prep work or as much as you can at this stage and it's June 1st and you're launching it. Tell us a bit about what it offers, what the structure is like and what brought you to creating it as it is today. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So um, the reason what I've created today is I wanted to replicate and continue the online offering of yoga classes that people could practice in the comfort of their own homes for several reasons. To basically make yoga accessible to everyone and anyone, anywhere. Um, I want them to do it in the comfort of their own home, so in a non-competitive environment that requires minimal effort or energy to arrive into a studio and they can just do it from, you know, like their, their sitting room or their kitchen or their back garden um, and really start to prioritize both their mind and their body and just reap the rewards of what a once, twice or three times weekly yoga practice can do for you. So my my offering is those live classes on a Wednesday evening, a Thursday morning and a Saturday morning. All of the classes are live. And if you can, um, if you can attend them, great. If you can't, I can email, I can email them to you um, half an hour after the class. And that link is then valid for 48 hours. Um, and even if you do come to the class, you can then use that recorded link to practice again in your own time or go over certain things. Um, and I'm hoping to, to have a weekly newsletter just to give an insight into a bit more about like the yoga philosophy and you know the the reasons why I'm I'm focusing on a certain area in a flow or you know um, just just allow people to get a bit more of a broader knowledge over the practice of yoga both physically philosophically and then also um, the, the mental attributes to, to a weekly practice. Well, that's great and I love how you mentioned from the comfort of your own home I never turn my cameras on on Saturday mornings guys because if I literally I'm up at eight I read my book I don't go near my phone have a cup of tea and then do Neve's yoga at 10 a.m you know in the comfort of my living room so cozy have the window open especially in this beautiful weather I've even practiced outside and 11 a.m I am so zen and Neve provides this hashtag yoga stoned if you will incredible feeling afterwards that you feel exhilarated you've challenged your body you felt the blood flow and I mean it's intense it's a sweaty workout so people don't be thinking that yoga is just easy breezy um but I feel challenged both mentally and physically and Neve has this incredible phrase that she says and then you've arrived and you really do feel empowered and every week I find myself learning and growing in my practice and that's all thanks to Neve and me getting onto my mat so I mean I love it now and I said to Neve before sure we had this conversation that yoga wasn't for me or I wasn't vibing it I was more of a Pilates gal or I loved moving because I'm a bit of a restless soul but Neve has allowed me to enjoy yoga in a new space which I love and I think a lot of others out there even try one of her classes genuinely you'll shift your mind into how you may have perceived yoga in the past. So, I mean, thank you, Neve, for, for bringing me to the mat every week and allowing me this new experience. And I, I love it. So I suppose, I know you just launched today, but 
what's next for you? What's your next? Are you doing more training? Do you have a new exciting thing that you can't tell us about yet? What's up next? <laughs> um, I, I'm just really, really excited to see where it goes and know that people are enjoying it and getting some value from it. So definitely take everyone's feedback on board and then maybe that will guide me in the next step. Um, something that I'm conscious of is a lot of people actually just can't make the live classes but they like to have a selection of pre-recorded um, so that's definitely something that I will consider in the very the very near future um, and then I'd love to do more teacher training um, once once the the restrictions have lifted and we have a little bit more of an idea of you know how the next few months will be I'd love to um, I'd love to go back and do more teach training in Ashtanga or Vinyasa style um, and then just be able to keep like my offering really, really fresh and really, really knowledgeable. And um, yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the next step for, for Bare Life Yoga. That is so exciting. Um, Niamh, before we go, um, reflecting on the last six months, you recently did post a LinkedIn on an incredible article that I will definitely link below as well because I think people could really benefit from reading it. It's six months since you quit tech and corporate career and now you're here. But going even back a little bit further, what advice would you give your younger self looking back now on what's all happened? It's not about what happens to you, it's about how you respond to it. So just be a little bit less stressed and go easier on yourself. <laughs> I love it. No, you're so right. You're so right. Um, I'm 28 soon. And even 10 years ago, I was nearly 18 at this point. And even I'm like, oh my goodness, you need to be your own best friend sometimes because life's hard enough without putting that pressure. So I need that advice. is definitely very beneficial and, and needs to be heard more. So Neve, um, thank you so much. Where can everyone find you and start to explore Bear Life Yoga? So the the name is Bear Life Yoga. So the website is bearlifeyoga.com. Um, we have the website launched, we have the Instagram page launched. My own name is Neve Kyo. So if you would like um to find me, you can find my personal profile, you can find my business account, um, and then also the YouTube account. There is a few videos up there if you'd like to get a style of what how I teach and what it is to expect. And should you wish to book into a live class, you can do so through Bare Life Yoga. We've actually set up class passes as well. So you can buy like a little bundle that's at a cheaper rate than the than the drop-in. And if anyone has any questions, there's contact details that you can reach out to me. And um yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Fantastic. Neve, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being my first guest. I'm honored to have you in company and I'm so excited for people to hear your story and hopefully this will inspire them to take that first step. So Neve, thank you so much again. You're very welcome. And just to say, Jess, congratulations to you because you've taken that first step and created something that you've thought about for so so long and now are just you know sharing to the world really you know just really valuable insights on how people can make something a reality that they might be thinking of so congratulations to you too on on launching that next step and I look forward to to hearing the guests that you have in the coming future 
Thank you so much. Um, Neve, we're done. Oh, <laughs> my job. <laughs> Lessons learned from this podcast episode. Neve Kyo followed her passion and turned it into a profession. She broke it down to these, I mean, not simple steps, but achievable steps. And hopefully you've learned that whatever you want to do next, or the passion that's niggling at you to be potentially turned into a profession, can now be started. So launch it. As Neve said, nothing is perfect. But as long as it brings you happiness, that's all that matters. On another note, I've learned that my high-pitched voice and my fast pace definitely returns when I get excited. But sometimes being natural is also super important. And also I need to invest in a popper because my T's and P's and my breathing is coming across more than I wanted to while recording. But these are all habits and lessons that I too will learn whilst recording this podcast. And absolutely, we have another guest on next week. Yet another incredible woman who is so passionate about what she does and shares her story in how she transformed her entrepreneurial spirit into two thriving businesses so again I won't give it away because I like to have a bit of a tease and a bit of excitement to carry on through the week but please check the show notes for all the links we talked about in today's show and follow me on that first step podcast to hear mo- more mo <laughs> to hear more insights into what's coming up so thank you so much again I hope you have a wonderful week and thank you for listening. Bye-bye.